Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up? Happy Labor Day. You are Locked On Wild, your Minnesota Wild every day. Here on the Locked On Podcast Network, it is your host, Joe Bully, with Tony Abbott of 10krinks.com. How is everybody doing? How was your weekend? Enjoying the weather, Tony? Oh my God, it's great! It's it's wonderful weather. But I I I learned something very disturbing. I was reading the uh, Star Tribune, and I saw an article that uh, that said that golf is back, Joe. The quarantine, the pandemic, all that stuff has driven more and more young people to the golf course, where they have discovered a love of golf. Oh, golf! I. I... I don't know, man. Like, like my mom plays it. I got family that play it. I just never got into it. And really, part of it is because I am just flat out a total hack. Like, I've been to the driving range when I was younger. Uh, I can't putt putt for s uh, on the on the uh, you know the, the putting greens and stuff like that. And uh, I'm just not good. And I just have ne- had never had any desire to basically you know walk a mile and try to chase down balls <laughs> in the forest and get ticks. Cause that's what would happen if I was out on the golf course. Uh, we'd be, we'd be uh, sending people all the way, letting them play through it. Just, it would not be a pretty sight. Um, I've been just bad. So part of it is that, but I just never got into golf. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I was, I was raised from a young age. Uh, my dad indoctrinated me. Uh, every time golf would come on TV, he would change the channel and, and yell at me, golf is evil. Like it was Bobby Boucher's mom. <laughs> the devil. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but that but thing is, like, there's like a lot of fun, like golf related things. Like I like a lot of golf related things. I, I think we both like the movie Happy Gilmore. Well, right. That kind of makes fun of golf culture, but it's still like a fun golf movie. Um, I like golf video games. Like uh, the the Wii Sports Golf is really fun. Uh, there's a there's a game on the Switch called Golf Story, which is like in 16 bit golf game, or it looks like a 16 bit uh, game, and that's really fun. But I just I hate golf. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Like I don't I... want it to be back either. Like I think that uh, this is the first time I've heard of millennials killing something and having it come back to the from the dead. <laughs> If I wore those pants, I'd have to kick my own ass. Um, <laughs> I do want to remind you that uh, today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by Lock uh, by rockauto.com. It's amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Check out rockauto.com today uh, for auto parts. Uh, Tony, we uh, today is Labor Day, and again, the weather is nice. Um, and I got to just say, like, Let's not forget the reason why we're celebrating Labor Day because no. all of those unions a century ago gave us the five day work week, gave us overtime, gave us all the health benefits and stuff that we receive from work when we are working full time, the 40 hour work week. That stuff is now standard 
because of the hard work and sacrifice of the uh, the labor movement from uh, from the uh, from from the early 19th century or the 20th century, sorry, um, in the 1900s, and um, you know we're still being exploited by our employers. But hey, let's remember what we got so far, anyways. And and you know we we talk about the hard work and sacrifice, but you know you, you learn a little bit about the labor movement in high school, right? But what you don't learn is like all the cool stuff. There's so much cool stuff that goes on. Like uh, there's there's like actual battles, like minis civil wars that happen around like all these uh these people who are trying to unionize like their bosses hire uh these uh these mercenaries basically to go out and uh and break up these strikes and they have these they have battles they have like actual gunfire like changing hands and and uh like you know it's it's very sad that you know like people died but at the same time it's like it's this like really interesting history that I, I never really heard about when I was uh, in school coming mm-hmm. up. Like, it was just like, oh, okay, they, like, would go on strike. And Rockefeller would be like, oh, no, you don't. Don't go on strike. And they would be like, yeah, we're going on strike. And they're like, okay, well, I guess, uh, I guess I'll have to raise your pay to 10 cents an hour. And that's right. pretty much all. But, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing. We still even deal with some of the fallout of, uh, of labor movement even today. If you saw this last week, Surly Brewing decided to lock out its employees after its employees decided to want to uh, unionize. So uh, a pox on uh, Surly's uh, house there. Um, pretty crazy what's going on there. But, uh, um, you know, I think uh, we're you and I are both pro-employee. And if uh, employees want to unionize to, to – force their hand and, and, and have strength in numbers to, uh, to get what they're, what, what should it be, should be theirs, you know, coming yeah, to that should be theirs. Um, and negotiate that kind of thing. Then, then that is their absolute right to do that. And, uh, I think, uh, to turn around and lock it, lock out their employees was, uh, was, was mostly crap. So, uh, I do want to move on. Um, but, uh, happy labor day to all of you workers out there. We support you and I uh, hope that, uh, you, uh, you take time to reflect on all of the hard work that, uh, people before you put ahead, uh, in the labor movements to get kind of your, uh, one, this day off and then two, kind of, uh, your work week as, as you know, it as it is now. So anyways, today, uh, Tony, Matt Dumbo is crowned your King Clancy award winner. Uh, amazing, amazing uh, tribute and award for uh, an amazing person in the community. We do want to talk about that on today's show. So let's take a quick break um, and then uh, talk about Matt Dumba and his just his philanthropy for not just this year, which has obviously gotten the spotlight on him. But I want to take a deep dive back into kind of what he's done throughout the years, too. So but before we do, I do want to talk to you about rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is an online parts store that's been serving customers for 20 years. What they do is they've got an, a gigantic catalog. They've got everything for, you know, fuel pumps or taillights. Uh if you need carpet replaced, you got wipers, everything that you need for your car to keep it running so that if you want to escape and, and, and run to, uh, uh, like my sister's doing, she's actually taking the family uh, next on Saturday on a day trip to uh, Silver Bay and going to the Black Sand Beach. Awesome. But you need to have a car that's going to make it. And uh, so I told her about rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is the place to make sure that your car is always up and running. So you can take those day trips to uh, Silver Bay on the, along the North Shore. Or, you know, you want to go out to um, 
it, it, you know, the Black Hills or or uh, for some reason, Iowa. I don't know why. But uh, if you want to take those trips, you want to make sure that car is up and running. So check out rockauto.com right now. And uh, make sure that when you go to rockauto.com, you type in the uh, in the how did you hear about us box, type in locked on. So they know that we sent you. And uh, maybe you'll also check that out uh, at Silver Bay on the North Shore as well. Check it out, rockauto.com. Welcome back to Locked on Wild, presented by rockauto.com. And, Tony, as I mentioned before, we broke last segment. Uh, Matt Dumba is your King Clancy Award winner. He's your boy. Um, absolutely a, a big tribute to to a, a, a really – it's been a year of, of great philanthropy, but he's been doing this for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I know that you've got it all listed down, but just, like, even, like – even in the stuff that it doesn't count. Right. And the, uh, the King Clancy Memorial trophy is given mm-hmm. to, you know, players who show leadership on and off the ice and make significant human humanitarian, excuse me, contributions yeah. to their community. Um, just to, just to tell you what the King Clancy is in case you don't know. Uh, so like it's, it's, it's the great human off the ice award. And, uh, and you know, like even the stuff where, it doesn't like show up in terms of like being in like a foundation or um you know or or like this like you know big like public donation collecting thing uh, and i know that uh dumba's done a couple of those this year where where he's given a lot of attention raised awareness and money for uh for uh really good causes even past that like he is the kind of guy who like if you are broken down on your car, he'll come out and help you change your tire. Like Which that has did. actually happened. Yeah, that actually happened. Um, no, I, as I was saying, uh, the King Clancy Award is for me one of out of all the awards that that are handed out for on ice activity and performance things like that. This is the one award that really touches people lives touches people's lives. Um, in, in positive ways, whether you're talking about Matt Dumba this year or Jason Zucker last year um, and the year before when he was a uh, runner up to the Sedines, like this is a very, very important award. And I think it's, uh, it's a great thing to have Minnesota wild players um, in, as just being fans of the Minnesota wild. I think it's great to see uh, such great people on the, on the team uh, step up and, and become big time award winners. Yeah, absolutely. Like they, uh, both, uh, both Dumba and Zucker have, have done a lot for the community. And I, I think that's great to see. I think it's, it's a really good example to, uh, to set. And I know that, uh, the wild, you know, do like Jason Zucker and Dumba aren't the only players in the wild who have, you know, right, these, right. Uh, these, uh, charitable, uh, aspects uh, of their, uh, their lives or anything like that. Like, I'm not saying like they're the only ones, of course, but at the same time, like, I think it's a great example to like the players coming up, like, okay, like here is Matt Dumba giving back in a, in a significant way. Here is Jason Zucker giving back in, in this significant way. I think that it's really awesome. You know, Matt Dumba, um, a lot of it's going to be highlighted on what he's doing with, uh, with uh, anti-racism initiatives with the NHL as part of the Hockey Diversity Alliance as a founding member, um, as well as the Rebuild Lake Street uh, fund that he's kind of set up back in, uh, was it June? Shortly after the George Floyd uh, 
murder and as well as the uh, the civil unrest that happened after that. Uh, he's getting a lot of a lot of support through that. Um, but this isn't anything that's new. It's not something that's just happened with with Matt Dumba this year. I mean, if you want to go back to the 2015-16 season, um, he donated $100 per hit in uh, to the uh, the United Heroes League, which was at the time defending the blue line, uh, which gives donations and hockey equipment to the kids of uh, of, of veterans who otherwise can't uh, – pay for opportunities and things like that to get into hockey. Um, he finished with 83 hits that season. So he raised uh, $8,300 or $8, of his own money that went to the United Heroes League. So that was that, that was kind of the first real thing that I think you saw with Matt Dumba. And that coincided with him changing his number from 55 to 24 and kind of his own little tribute to, uh, to Derek Bugard that year. Uh, as we go through kind of the history of uh, Matt Dumba's philo- uh, philanthropy, um, he also donated to Aces, which is uh, looking at um, uh, if I, if I read what Aces is, it uh, their goal is to eliminate the academic achievement gap in the Twin Cities, and it's an out of school time and utilizes sports to provide academic experiences, increasing math and social emotional learning for low income students in grades four through eight, which is a big. If you look at grades four through eight, like that really is like when a kid really gets interested in sports and also, you know, math and reading becomes difficult. Um, not that it isn't earlier on, but uh, I think at those ages, that's when kids start to make up their mind about those, those types of subjects and whether or not they're good at it. So that those ages I think are really important. Uh, and he's, and this is also happening within uh, uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul. And so he's donated a significant amount to, um, to ACEs, which is, uh, which is another great, organization within the community mm-hmm. um keep going down the uh, the timeline here uh dumba pledged uh remember before the uh, the pandemic hit uh australia was basically on fire wow that is that is that is really something where it's just like the the burning of an entire continent is yeah. just buried like it's just a it's almost a non-story at this point in 2020 now. This would be this would be the biggest ecological disaster of like the 1990s and it's just an afterthought in 2020. Absolutely crazy, but uh Dumba who was uh uh he what he did is he uh, in a in an Instagram post he said he's going to donate $100 for every point in the uh the Minnesota Timberwolves game against the Memphis Grizzlies and uh the Wolves scored 112 points so the total amount that Dumba donated to the Australian wildlife impact relief funds, uh, was $11,000, $11,200 of his own money, which, uh, again, this is, this just goes to Dumba's just philanthropy in general. Like he, he doesn't, I, I know that the headlines right now are the HDA, but he's really, been active in donate monetary funds and also just awareness in general. And, uh, and, and really he's been, he's been active by uh, being philanthropic about uh, spending his own money in charitable ways. Yeah, no, he's, he's been doing stuff like this for a really long time. And I think the, uh, the stuff with the hockey diversity Alliance is probably like 
the biggest and, and and most important yet and it's definitely worthy of recognition but it is important to to also say like hey like matt dumba's in for his community and he has been for a very very long time speaking of community uh i think it was a couple years ago maybe it was in last year um have you heard of black girl hockey i've seen it yeah so black girl hockey is is an organization um Kaylee Forga from Forest Lake uh, was trying to make it to the World Selects Invitational in Chamonix, France. And it's a 10-day trip, and I think the overall cost was like 14 grand or something like that. And and she was a uh, – I'm trying to remember how old she was, but I think she was like 13, 14 years old. But she's she's a young African-American girl uh, who loves playing hockey. And uh, not only did he donate his own money, $500 – to, to the fun, but uh, by retweeting and using his platform, they were able to raise over $9,000 to help cover ha- over half the cost of that trip uh, in order for that, um, that group to get over there and, uh, and play in that tournament. So, I mean, in, in this case, it was probably more of like just his, his platform that he leveraged in order to, to gain awareness on it. But uh, just crazy that, uh, you know, just little things like that, that he's able to, um, increase and, and show off that, uh, um, you know, his, his, his philanthropic side of him. And, uh, you know, like I said, this just goes to the pattern of things where he's, he's really putting his money where his, his mouth is here on, on a lot of number of things. And, and obviously then he did the rebuild Minnesota, which is, uh, you know, partner with, um, Lake street and, and whatnot. And he, uh, he had was matching donations up to a hundred thousand dollars to, um, to help uh, small businesses that were damaged during the protests and, uh, and give back to that community so that, uh, you know, there were, there were stores and, and vital services in the community that were, that were burned down during the, the unrest. And um, now that community is missing out. And so, uh, you know, he's, he's helping out rebuild uh, that part of uh, Lake street in Minnesota. Um, and uh, again, that that's one of the big things that he's doing. And then also jumping on board with the HDA, along with the other founding members to, uh, to try to eliminate racism in hockey. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's all really awesome. And, and it's an impressive listing and honestly, like that's awesome that he's recognized, but you know, I, I feel like, and, and I know, right. Like, you know, he was doing this long before, you know, he was getting like attention for it and he does it when he doesn't get attention for it. Like when he uh, went to, to change that tire, like, it really speaks to the quality of human that uh, that Matt Dumba is, and I'm really like I love watching him play. I I love the joy that he has on the ice. Like all that stuff is is really like great and fun to watch. But it's it's really cool knowing that when the 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 people that you enjoy watching on the ice are also great humans as well. So. Uh, we are going to uh, go to, to a break, and we're going to come back. And uh, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about yet, but we're going to figure out something. But in the meantime, I am going to talk to you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best-tasting pro- protein bar that you are ever going to eat, Joe. There are 18 amazing flavors in there. If you want nuts, you can get nuts. If you don't want nuts, you cannot get nuts. You have your choice, and when you're building a box of Built Bars... You can pick and choose what you want, too. So if you 
say want to load up on the salted caramel or the peanut butter, you know, the tried and true classics, you can do that. But you can also like throw in, ooh, maybe a lemon almond cheesecake sounds pretty good. Maybe apple almond crisp or carrot cake or, or just like, I want to try those. You can throw like one of those and 11 peanut butter if you want. Uh, of course, there are other flavors too. German chocolate, raspberry, uh, orange, toffee almond, coconut, just a lot of amazing flavors there. They're super good for you. They will give you that energy that'll power you through your day. Uh, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. If you are a keto dieter, this is like keto heaven, baby. You're going to love this. So we are offering uh, an amazing promo code for this. If you type in locked on in the promo code section of your order, you'll get $10 off your next order. Whether you've ordered from them before or not, this is not just an introductory thing. So go to builtbar.com, type in the promo code locked on, and you will get $10 off your next order. That is locked on for $10 off at builtbar.com. Welcome back to Lockdown Wild here on this beautiful Labor Day in the Upper Midwest in Minnesota. Uh, and when again, we're saying beautiful, Joe. You got to be clear. We're talking about fifty-eight degrees and cloudy. <laughs> I think our beautiful's not everyone else's beautiful. No, I think it's beautiful that I can wear a hoodie and be goddamn comfortable right now. I think it's, it's beautiful. It's so nice. I love it, and um, this is all I want. On, this is my Labor Day barbecue. Like, I can wear a hoodie. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's all I want. Like, it, it's been right. it's been a long, hot, humid summer. Like, we deserve this, Joe. Yeah. We are not small people, Joe. No, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping to keep shrinking. But, yeah, no, I'm not a small person. And, uh, you know, if I can have a respite from the uh, – the nightly swass, I'm all down for it. You know? <laughs> I can use a blanket when I sleep. It's great. <laughs> oh, it was perfect sleeping weather. I slept in this morning. It was nice. Uh, we had the windows open. Uh, I took my allergy pill uh, to uh, help ward off the, uh, the, the pollens and stuff coming in through the windows so I could actually breathe. But, yeah, it was comfy as hell. Anyways. Uh, we're getting off track here. Um, uh, strange to say that this is a beautiful Labor Day. And we're also expecting rain, too. So it's just crazy. Um, anyways, uh, Eastern Conference Final and Western Conference Final have uh, have begun. Uh, as we're recording this, the West has officially begun in Game 1 uh, on Sunday night. It was the Dallas Stars beating the Vegas Golden Knights one nothing, And then on uh, Monday night... It will be the New York Islanders taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Any are you surprised at the teams that have come this far? Um, not that surprised because you know, Tampa and Vegas, I think those are teams that a lot of people thought were gonna be there all along. And as for Dallas and the Islanders, they they are both I don't think very many people picked them to make them uh make the conference finals and like I wouldn't have either. But they're both, like, teams that can do pretty well in the playoffs and that, like, they play really tight defense. They score just enough, right? They have just enough uh, star power on their team to uh, to get to a conference final. And they have great goaltending. Like, that is a recipe that, you know, you will see teams like that make the uh, conference finals uh, from time to time. So it's, like, it's a little surprising in that, like, they, the Islanders and... Uh, and the stars weren't the favorites 
but at the same time, like, they're both solid teams, you know? I'm... I am kind of amazed with the Dallas Stars. I did not think that they would have gotten through the Colorado Avalanche. Um, there's, I don't know if it's just me. It's probably just me, but I am just summarily bored with them. I, I love I Miro Haskinen. I love Miro Haskinen, but nobody else really truly excites me on that team. And I know they got like Tyler Sagan and Jamie Ben, but I really don't care about Tyler Sagan and Jamie Ben. So <laughs> I, I just. And, and I don't know how they're doing this behind Anton Hudobin without Ben Bishop. I just, I don't know. Like I said, I love Miro Haskinen, but I just, I did not expect him to come this far. Yeah, I, I think part of it is that, you know, you're seeing, you know, contributions from guys who aren't, you know, the the, the ones that like are, are there to be your horses, right? And, and this is an older team too. Uh, you have Jamie Ben who's uh, 30, and he's having a pretty decent playoff, but he's been in decline for a few years now. Uh, Joe Pavelski, who's having a really good playoff. I mean, that's why they got him, right? Uh, he's got eight goals for them. Like, awesome for, for him. Uh, Alex Radulov's 33. Um, Tyler Sagan, like, he's... I, I guess he's just 28, but he's been in the league forever. So, like, a lot of those guys are, are, are guys who have been around forever, and you're just like, ah, like... Uh, haven't they uh, haven't they gone to the old folks home yet and then you're like oh texas is probably a pretty nice old folks home yeah uh, right. location like i bet that's uh, i bet that's uh, it's uh, it's no florida it's no florida but right. uh, it's damn close especially if you talk to my father-in-law he would vote vegas every day over anything in texas so <laughs> but uh but heiskanen has gone absolutely off this playoff with 21 points he, he leads yeah. the team by far but then you have uh dennis Gurianov who is making a really big impact for them. And I, I think that having like a young winger kind of step up and, and score some goals for them, I think that that's been a, a huge part of their success this postseason. I, I, I know I asked you this question that if you followed any of the uh, the game sevens leading into it from the last round, um, but uh, the goaltending in game seven – well, really, you know, the goaltending from Thatcher Demko in general from games five, six, and seven. I was going to say which game seven because uh, yeah. because game seven in the East had pretty bad goaltending. Yeah, no, it was pretty awful. But uh, but the goaltending in game seven especially for the Canucks and Vegas Golden Knights was, was unreal. I mean, it was an absolute joy to watch that play, and I thought Thatcher Demko was – was amazing, first of all. I don't know if he's going to be great. I don't know if this is just a Jake Allen moment for him. But uh, I think he displayed kind of the athleticism that I think an NHL goaltender for the future kind of needs to have. I mean, he was all over the way he followed the puck, the way he was throwing out pads left and right. And just kind of that, like, never give up on the play mm -hmm. type of mentality uh, where he just wasn't going to get beat and um, – there was moments, especially in that late in that third period, that I thought there was no way he's going to surrender one, and they finally had a seeing eye puck that just snuck underneath the crossbar. But uh, uh, I thought the goaltending in that series was fantastic, and then uh, for Vegas to come out in the in game one of the of the Western Conference Final and get shut out, I don't. It feels like they weren't ready for a step up in competition. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I mean, Vegas is a good team. Like, they're a buzzsaw. They're a good team. 
I do think that they're going to come back for game two and eventually win this series. But uh, it did seem like they weren't quite ready for game one. Hmm. I, I, I got to imagine Dallas, or uh, not Dallas, sorry, Vegas's PDO has got to be just absolutely in the toilet just between those, uh, <laughs> just between those uh, Devco games and, yeah. uh, and, and this game one. I don't know how many shots they got off in game one. But, not uh, really enough. I think they had like zero 12, goals. I think they had like twelve shots through two periods in game one. Ooh, so, yeah, it yeah, was. I don't know if that's a hangover. Was, or... Yeah, I think it's a hangover. Um, but uh, you've kind of had Thatcher Demko pegged as a as a potential goalie to chase in the past. I, mean, I don't know about if you're st- still high on him even now, but um, uh, he really kind of proved that he's, you know, at least for a short period of time, pretty solid. Worth the shot. I don't, I don't think. Uh, I I think if anything, they might. Uh, they might. Uh, Vancouver might want to save a little bit of money because they've gone over the cap. I think. Um, and and we'll have a cap penalty on too uh, next year, which is a flat cap anyway. And and they have a ton of bad contracts there to the point where like we've talked about the Brock Besser rumors before. Like uh, that's that's as much to save money. As as it is, you know, maybe not being super thrilled with the player, but right. um, you know, uh, they might they might just want to go with Demko, and they've got another really good prospect there too. Um, but I I don't know uh, if he's available. Like I I definitely say call. Uh, absolutely. Um, and I know we're running short on time here, but I do want to squeak in the the Eastern final here. Uh, the Islanders beat Philly, the number one seed. Um, in just a dominating defensive fashion that you would expect from Barry Trotz team. I'm here for Barry Trotz, man. I, I actually kind of really like the brand of hockey that they're playing. Uh, I'm all for the Islanders right now. Um, but, uh, you got Tampa who's now coming in on, on some rest here and, uh, you know, they're a very, very good team as well. And, um, uh, I, you know, I, they're probably the favorites, but, uh, to get to the cup final, but uh, what do you think about that series as we uh, begin play in game one Monday night here? I want to see Tampa Vegas in the finals. You like, do. And I know, I know this guarantees like Islanders Dallas, but like, I, I think Vegas is, is a great team. I want to see Vegas there. I think that Tampa is a great team. I want to see them there. I think that, uh, I think that Dallas and New York have played really well, but I think that like, I want to see the most entertaining hockey possible in the finals and i'm sorry like you know you can talk about how you like you know barry trot's hockey um i would much rather see lightning <laughs> hockey and all the stars that they have there i want stamkos i want Braden point sure i want uh, nikita kucherov i want victor hedman i want those guys in the finals i i don't want uh i don't want matt barzell and like anders lee rock nelson and casey Sezikis. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, you know, I saw a tweet and I, I, it made me laugh out loud, but it was the Islanders get to the Eastern conference final before John, without John Tavares, before John Tavares wins, ever wins a playoff series with Toronto. <laughs> so, all right, Tony, I think that's going to do it for us here on locked on wild. Where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Oh, hi, Tony. You can find my work at 10 K and you can follow me on Twitter at JoeBoo15, as well as all my work at 10krings.com. Make sure you do bookmark 10, 10krings.com for all of our written content. 
If you liked today's show, please hit subscribe to your device, send it to you every time there's a new episode without having to do any work. Please leave a review and a rating on whatever podcast service you use, especially Apple right now. It will help us get followed, uh, get followed and discovered by, uh, by other wild fans such as yourself. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter. Just look up at Locked on Wild. You can get in touch with us via email if you don't have Twitter. Just email us at LockedOnWild at gmail.com. Please support our sponsors because they support us. Thank you for listening to Locked on Wild. Be sure to check us out every Monday through Friday to stay on top of everything revolving around your Minnesota Wild every day. Happy Labor Day!